Single parenting isn't easy. We understand. Most parents don't plan to go it alone, but you can still make the most of this journey for your children and yourself. In fact, if you and your family are on that journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Single Parent Advocate community and to our podcast. And here are your hosts, single parent founder, Stacey Poitras, broadcast journalist, single dad and friend, Daryl Moody. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us once again. This is the Single Parent Advocate Podcast. I am the aforementioned Daryl Moody, joining you again from my home here in Orlando, Florida. Stacy is there in the beautiful SPA studios in Dallas. A special thanks to Eric and his crew there at the Venture X Louisville, the realm at Castle Hills. Uh, if you've been listening to our most recent episodes, we're going to continue our conversation that we've had over the last few weeks, and that really is reinventing yourself. Uh, I am in the middle of a career transition. Uh, perhaps making a a move from radio and and broadcast journalism to something else. Uh, We have a very special guest with us here that I will leave to Stacy to introduce to you folks. Uh, But before we get into the show, Stacy, bring us up to speed with Single Parent Advocate. Uh, What are you guys doing? I know you've got a big Adopt a Family initiative that you're rolling out here. Bring us up to speed. So I'm super excited. I created a bunch of landing pages for everybody to dial into, and I've got emails and cards going out to all of our donors and volunteers, and honestly, surveys going out to our families, many of whom are just so grateful for support. We're going to be in the North Dallas area, really North Texas area, supporting about 110 families, which if you think of 110 families, that adds up to about 400 young children and teenagers. And so altogether, our impact in the North Texas area will cover about, you know, 500 persons. And we're super grateful and excited for everybody jumping in. This weekend, uh, me and the steering committee got together and we started counting what we have on hand, uh, checking our list and making it twice. So it's going to be a really wonderful holiday for, for hopefully everyone here. And then, and online, you know, what we're planning on doing is having a holiday Zoom call. So not long after this podcast publishes, we will be actually scheduling that. And so we'll have a big Zoom call for Christmas and Thanksgiving somewhere in between there. So more to follow on what date that'll be, but I'm super excited. So we'll be able to see our online audience and community members too, Daryl. So tell me what it means to adopt a family. What, what, what will folks have an opportunity to do? So basically uh, we have a sign-up sheet and we will match uh, our, our uh, donors and volunteers who decide to adopt a family to a family that's been nominated by an area church, school, other nonprofit or business association. And they have been giving me some details about their lives, where they're stuck, what they're doing great, and what their wishes are for their children uh, this Christmas. Some um, families, as you know, don't have the opportunity to cover their regular bills, even though they're employed, and then also give their children or teens and young adults the kind of Christmas that they'd like to. So in the spirit of empowerment, equipping and educating our families and our kids that are in this uh, in this place, we just come alongside them with the business community and those that support us and we make their day better for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Is this kind of like the adopt the angel tree where you can kind of adopt a kid and yeah. you know you get their Christmas presents, that sort of thing? That's right. 
we're super excited and grateful for everybody being a part of it. So all of that is, you know, it's kind of, it feels kind of like, uh, you know, the saying herding cats, you know, you bring together all the moving parts and, and together we, we unite with both sides of the equation, the families themselves and the community, and we get to just be that conduit. So it's super awesome. Well, as we get closer to that date, you'll have more details uh, for us and the listeners as far as what we can do to get involved. Yes. In the meantime, we want everybody to follow uh, Single Parent Advocate on all the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the, all the places where, the, uh, where, where social media happens. Uh, we're going to dive right into our subject matter for this week. And again, it's a continuation of a conversation that we've been having over the last few weeks, and that is reinventing yourself. Uh, you know, life comes at you fast, and sometimes you can find yourself uh, in a career that you love and you've invested a lot of time and effort into. And with the stroke of a pen from somebody who has no idea who you are or what you do, you can find yourself job hunting, which is where I find myself. Uh, we've got a very special guest with us this week. Somebody that you, Stacy, have a personal relationship with. Tell us who we have there with us. So this is my personal coach, Marla Diane. Marla, say hello. She is uh, somebody who I met in uh, business, in marketing and advertising, Daryl. I was uh, finding myself in transition. Many people know that I transitioned into working for myself about three, three and a half years ago. And I'm super um, curious and had been doing a lot of studying online, going to webinars. And Marla Diane was speaking at an MPI, which is Meeting Planners International coaching session. And I was just so inspired by what she had to say. She is a business coach for creatives and I'm a very creative person. And so I quickly connected with Marla and I signed up for her coaching program. And I was with her for about six months. And she not only spoke to me as Stacy, the business person, she spoke to me as Stacy, the person. And we together talked about a strategy where I could reinvent myself and get acquainted with who I was today compared to who I was yesterday and how to create the life that I want and um, do so successfully and with an open heart. And so I'm very, very excited to introduce everybody to Marla Diane. And um, so that's my personal experience. And I think she's got a lot to say about uh, what you're going through. And so I'm just super excited about the talk we're getting ready to have. Wonderful. Thank you for having me. Hi, everybody. I'm an international success coach and a business strategist for creatives, either entrepreneurs or professionals. And I've been doing this 13 years and altogether 25 years as an entrepreneur. Before that, I was in uh, entertainment publicity. I had an entertainment PR firm that I worked out of my home and I raised my son as a single mom. And you'll hear all about that. Super grateful to be here. And uh, being a single mom, I bow to you and honor you for doing what you're doing with your organization and supporting you know, single parents in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and we'll talk about, obviously, today some helpful um, mindset and life hacks, if you will, uh, about that. 
I was wondering, you know, maybe you could tell us a little bit about your single parent journey. You know, I, I you you were very kind to share a lot of that with with me as I learned from you and and we discussed my my life and my directions and um I just think you know you have a lot to offer in terms of just the personal side of things. Do you mind sharing a little bit about your own journey as a single mom? Oh my gosh. Of course. <laughs> Be more than happy to do that. Uh especially since it's what I do, I inspire. <laughs> I mean, that's my lot in life, it's my business. And it's about changing lives. So absolutely. So, you know, I mean, come on, everybody. It was hard. It was really, really hard. Mostly for me, I would say emotionally than anything else. Um, you know, I tend to be a very, I'm not tend, I am. I'm a very driven person. I'm very spiritual. I combine both the logic and the feminine, if you will, the spiritual in my life to have a nice balance to really help, you know, feed all that. And, you know, for 14 years, um, I used my spiritual practices and my love of inspiration to raise my son. Um, his father was in another state. We chose after divorce, he didn't wanna come with us where we were headed back home. And that was his choice. But my main concern was my son's well-being. Um, and having a father there every day to go to baseball with him, to um, you know, do his homework, to you know, having meals with him, that was not present. And that was, it's not like we could trade off days or weekends, wasn't even available to us. He was in another state. Um, and that's a whole other story as to, to why he chose that. But the good news is there was a few back and forth via airplane to visit each other. But it was really tough. And thank goodness I live by positive, you know, positivity. And I always surrounded myself with mentors then, this is before coaching, right? Uh, to help me with my life. And so that's how I raised my son is, his name is Taylor. Um, Taylor was a very high achieving, very old soul. And so it was, it was easy for me uh, to parent him because he was very wise and he, you know, absorbed the good, if you will, in, in what we were doing. And, you know, bringing him up in an entrepreneurial, positive mindset, always, um, you know, acknowledging him, um, uh, celebrating his successes, um, and what was super important was helping him be an emotionally intelligent. And that was crucial to who he is today. He's 30 years old today, proud as all get out with him. He's got his own real estate investment company. He's been, uh, been doing that for five, four years, I think four or five years. Um, prior to that, he was on the road with Tony Robbins, right? He was on their marketing team. This guy, I never have to worry about, thank you, God. I do not have to worry about him. He's got great values. He's a good soul. He's got good morals. I brought him up well. And he's got a work ethic like crazy. Fantastic work ethic. 
So, you know, all the hard times and there were plenty, um, whether it was financial, whether it was me worrying about his well-being, um, he turned into just a, a beautiful human, human being and, and a man. What about your experience with Taylor Marla really impacted your business direction and, and what you took toward uh, your work? Can you kind of explain yeah. how those two related for you? Oh, my gosh. So in other words, you know, what it, how was it that those, you know, times in my life, right? How did that impact what I do today? Is that kind of what you're asking? Yep. Well, right. So you know that I'm big about universal law. I'm big about there are, you know, life happens for you, not to you. And so everything I learned and did with my son, right, from, you know, helping him be intuitive, emotionally intelligent, creative, no limits mindset, um, compassionate, creative, right, entrepreneurial, well, guess what I coach? All of that. So every bit of what I was doing then, which not only came intuitively to me, but then I was learning too from experts, is that it's what I did with you, Stacy. It's what I've done with, with all my clients. Every one of those elements I just mentioned, it's like I had training ground. Little did I know, was I going to be a coach? you know, whenever that was 15 years later. But that's how it impacted is, and I share this, I've shared it with you, I've shared it with clients all the time is, okay, well, I am holding you to your brilliance just like I did with my son raising him. Let's get going. Well, you know, speaking of brilliance, you are a very brilliant coach. And I thought I would just ask you, um, especially, you know, looking at what Daryl and many others are going through as it relates to having to recreate ourselves for this work environment. You know, everything's changing for many, many. Um, can you just shed a little bit of light on uh, your coaching itself and maybe what you would uh, wish for single parents to take away from a conversation with you today? Yeah, of course. You know, let me, let me say this uh, to begin, and that is I don't know how many of you, <clears throat> excuse me, are aware that this is even a resource for you, right? Some of you may be well aware of it. Some of you like it never occurred to me I could have a life coach, a success coach, a business coach, right? Although coaching today... <laughs> it's pretty abundant, right? It's out there. When I started in 2008, it wasn't. So my point is, I don't want to assume that you know that this is a resource, but know that it is, that you do not have to do this alone. And let me, you know, I have to say this much, and I'm a money coach, right, Stacy? I'm a money relationship coach. And what that means is, you're going to need to invest in yourself on some level, right? We're not going to talk about numbers right now, but investing in yourself and putting money to you and your personal growth and your life is the best investment you can make in your life. Second to stocks, second to real estate, which are all vital and all important. But number one 
is investment in you and paying for it, right? I don't care if it's $99, do it. <laughs> That's all I ever did when I was raising my son and then you know, I became one. Okay, so let's talk about reinvention. And I've got uh, very specific things I want to talk about here. So um, take some notes, everybody. Right now, obviously, you'll have the recording to re-listen to. And that is this, you know, it's obvious, yes, everybody is on some level in form of reinvention because of the pandemic. Look what it did to our lives. It totally upended our lives. And so, you know, people are moving, people are changing jobs, right? Like Daryl, um, people are leaving their corporate jobs and starting their own businesses, right? Like you, Stacey, right? Which is what happened last year. Um, people are changing careers. It's just, there's change and reinvention everywhere because the gift and the challenge of the pandemic is that, is that we got to examine and explore our lives and sit back and go, wait a minute, hold on a minute, right? We had to really rethink, right? Rethink what was happening for us, how we felt about it, what our boundaries were, what we were willing to tolerate, what we weren't willing to tolerate, right? how we wanted to live with more joy in our life. So let me give you some of these tips in which I have created myself. I call it enlightened reinvention, okay? I'm giving you kind of an overview of these six steps. They're more in, you know, in depth, but that's another conversation or perhaps a coaching call. And that is this, is I noticed I had a, um, a pattern in my life. And this is how I came up with these six steps is I had a pattern in my life over the last 25 years. And that was everything that I did when I was transforming, changing, reinventing, it came because I listened to my intuition. I listened to my intuition first and then the logic and then the practical, right? Ladies, you're a little more in tune with this. Men, you have intuition as much as we do. You're just not encouraged to use it very much. Well, I'm here to do that, right? Our intuition is what's probably the best inner GPS of our integrity of who we are because our intuition is connected to source, higher power, whatever you want to call it, right? is that our intuition supersedes any logic, right? That comes our way because intuition is meant to give us messages and how to take the next step that's gonna be suited for you, not your friend, not the next guy in the, in the cubicle, not the you know person down the street, you because it's all about your evolution and your transformation, right? So intuition became my inner GPS and the key to all my reinventions. And I had five of them in the last 25 years, right? Everything from divorce, right? To starting a new career, right? To raising my son. All of it came from listening to the intuition first and then taking the logical steps from the intuition direction. Yeah. So I have these six steps and let me kind of go through. I still have a little bit of time here to talk about those. Okay. 
So what I want you to do is, everyone, is I want you to, like I said, take some notes on this. And I want you to apply it to, obviously, your own life. You know, and have you, right, gone through this or is this something new for you? Again, these are proven. It's not only what I've been doing the last 25 years, but it's what I coach my clients. Okay. So the key to enlightened reinvention is this. You're going to love this. It's about living more often in your joy. It's about you paying attention through your intuition and following what is it that lights you up. So if we're talking about a career, everyone, which is what something's going on, we know with Daryl and I'm sure hundreds of you, is that I want you to pay attention to what lights you up. Don't do something just for a paycheck. It's not gonna last long and it is not gonna make you a happy camper, right? Is you get a choice today to live your life the way you want it on your own terms, not by what society has dictated. So please don't go down the route of let me just grab something just to make a paycheck. I want you to know that you have that choice is to live by your joy. What lights you up? Okay, so that's what this is all based on. Enlightened reinvention is living more often in abundant joy and prosperity. That's the key, right? So the first step of that is stop asking for permission. This is unconscious to go after your dreams and give yourself permission to soar. So I want you to think about this is, and this is something that happens a lot with my women, maybe not so much my men, but my women, is that <laughs> there's something lurking unconsciously that maybe that they're still waiting for permission to go after their dreams. Right? Think about that. Is there times that you've hesitated to go after that dream, that desire, and it really had to do with you giving yourself permission to go do it, nobody else, right? So that's number one step is give yourself permission to go after your dreams and don't lean on somebody else to do it for you, as in giving you permission, yeah? Um, you know, in fact, uh, uh, Rebecca Minkoff, she's a fashion designer, she's got this wonderful book called Fearless. And she says, you know, we spend so much of our lives growing up asking for permission for everything. Permission in school to go to the bathroom, permission to, to, you know, say, answer a question, permission to go outside and play. We've been so programmed, everybody, and we're parents, so be careful, right, is that we've been programmed to ask for permission for everything. So by the time we get to an adult, what are we doing? So I encourage you, parents, please add creativity and imagination and allow your kids to make some choices, obviously that's safe, instead of requiring them to ask for permission, right? Collaborate with them, yeah? Just collaborate with them. When they start asking something, dive in and start asking them a little more about it. Okay, well, how about if we do that together? Right? Collaborate. Don't expect them to ask permission all the time. Okay. So that's number one is, uh, I call it sign your own permission slip. 
So we're going to actually break this episode up into two parts uh, with Marla. That's going to be part one. When we continue the conversation in part two, we'll have the rest of what Marla has to say.